Blog Talk Radio. Embrace Today is brought to you by Whole House Ministries. Host a pre-curry will inspire listeners to embrace their today with hope and expectation with a focus of bringing about freedom, healing, and restoration through the Word of God. John 16.33 says, I have told you these things so that in me you may have peace. In this world you will have trouble, but take heart, I have overcome the world. Good morning and welcome to Embrace Today. I am your host, Epri Curry, and this morning we are going to be coming from Luke chapter 4, verses 31 through 37. That's Luke chapter 4, verses 31 through 37. And I'd like to thank everyone that tuned in to Monday's prayer call as we um, spoke about being strong and courageous. We, Our prayer was focused from uh, Joshua chapter 1, verses 6 through 9, as the Lord told Joshua to be strong and courageous three times in those verses because he knew the task that he had assigned Joshua to was a great task. It was something that was very big. It was something that would cause Joshua's human nature to possibly become scared and discouraged as he came upon and approached things that he would approach during his assignment that the Lord has that the Lord had given to him. And so we prayed and talked about being strong and courageous for the work that the Lord has for us to do. And this morning, as we are um, coming from Luke chapter 4, th- verses 31 through 37, we are going to be talking about walking in power and authority. Um, when we think about walking in power and authority, I know nowadays um, speaking on power and authority, oftentimes um, people abuse their power and they abuse their authority. But I'm talking about the power and authority of Jesus Christ, the pure strength and influence that we receive from Jesus Christ, the permission, the right, the control that we have, the inheritance that we receive from Christ to walk in authority. Um, If we think of Matthew 28, 18, uh, Jesus told the disciples, all authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. He says, therefore, go and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost teaching them to observe all things, and lo, I am with you until the end of time. And so just thinking about walking in the power and authority that Jesus has given us. As children of God, we have a power and an authority that um, others in this earth do not have. Satan has power, but he does not have authority. He cannot command us to do anything. He cannot control us. He cannot take dominance over Jesus or what was done on the cross. But us as children of God, being heirs of Jesus Christ, we have the authority and the power. We have the right to give orders, to make decisions, and enforce obedience to uh, the impure and unclean things that's going on in this world, to the things that's going on in our life. And so we have that ability to speak to those things and tell those things to be removed from our lives. And so this morning, 
we are going to talk about walking in power and authority. When we walk, when we talk about walking in power and authority, what does that mean to us? You know, how can we apply that to our life? What is going to happen as we are walking in power and authority? And so let's look at Luke chapter 4. We're going to start with verses 31 and 32, and then we're, again, going to go through the whole uh, 31 through 37 for this morning's uh, teaching. And so 31 says, then he went down to Capernaum, a town in Galilee, and on the Sabbath he taught the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. And so when we are walking in power and authority, we have to know that truth comes with authority. Um, If we look at what the text said, it says that he was in the Sabbath teaching the people. They were amazed at his teaching because his words had authority. And so when we are walking in power and authority, we have to know that truth comes with authority. The word, the word of God is truth, and what we are speaking and how we are living is truth, it, and it has authority. Authority meaning it can control, it can change, it can dominate, it can rule, it can command things If we are uh, when we are walking in that truth, when we are living in that truth, when we are speaking the truth. The truth changes things, and so when we know that truth comes with authority, we'll know and be able to embrace that we have the authority that Jesus Christ has given us, but we have to be able to utilize that. We have to be able to live off of the truth. We have to be able to speak the truth in our day-to-day lives. A lot of times when we say that we're walking in power and authority as Christians, but our words does not match the authority and power that we say that we have through Jesus Christ. And so we are speaking one way. However, um, we're saying that we have power and authority, but we're speaking one day, one a different way. So our words aren't matching um, who we say we are. We say we are children of Jesus. We say that we have received his inheritance. We say that we are doing his work here on the earth, but then on the other hand, we aren't speaking the truth of what his word says. His word says, and even in Luke ten nineteen, he says, look, I have given you the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to destroy all the enemy's power and nothing will ever hurt you, meaning we already have the victory over the enemy. However, when things come up in our lives or when we begin to allow the power of the enemy to come into our lives, we don't speak to what the enemy is doing. We don't cease. We don't tell the enemy to cease. We don't tell him to be removed from us. We don't allow, we don't allow him to be removed. Instead, we are inviting him into our lives, and then we are allowing our lives to be controlled by what the enemy wants to do in our lives instead of us speaking the truth, believing the truth, and living out what the truth of God says, because truth has authority. And it's not until we are able to know it, we're able to speak to the things that's going on in our life. We can have, our lives can be so much more easier if we would speak to the things that's going on in our lives, to those impure thoughts, to those impure things that try to haunt us and taunt us and try to oppress us. We can speak speak truth to those things, and those things will have to listen to us because in Jesus' name, uh, those unclean spirits have to be removed from us. And so as we are walking in power and authority as children of Jesus Christ, 
We have to remember the truth. We have to know the truth and that it is only the truth that will set us free. And so truth comes with authority. Truth comes with control. We have the ability to control ourselves. We have the control ability to control our mind. We have the ability to control our lives. And so we have to understand that truth comes with authority. They were amazed because his words had authority. He wasn't just speaking any old kind of words or speaking what the the scribes and the other teachers at that time were speaking, but his words had authority. His words had influence. The words that he spoke caused people to want to do something. And so that's how the word of God is, the truth that we have. The truth of God's word should cause us to want to do something in our lives. It should cause us to be so influenced by the Holy Spirit that as soon as we identify something impure, we'll be able to speak against it before it can even try to begin to oppress us. And so even with the truth that we have that comes with authority, it's not even just about us because we have more control over different situations that's going on in this world than we say we do. We have to get to the point of speaking the truth and allowing the truth to take control of what's going on in the world. When we believe what the word of God says and when we look at what's going on in the world, we know that the truth has authority and authority has and the truth has already one victory over what's going on in the world. And so our minds won't be spinning. Yes, we'll be, um, we'll have compassion and we may even be grieved, but knowing that Jesus Christ has already had, already has the victory will cause us to continue to move forward in the power and authority that he has given us here on earth and go and make disciples of all men. It will continue to cause us to go as he told us to go because we know that he has already won the victory. And so we have to know that truth comes with authority. We have to know the truth for ourselves. We have to begin to speak it and live it. It's one thing to just speak it. It's one thing to know it. But if we aren't living it, if our lifestyle isn't showing the truth that we say that we believe, we are opening ourselves up for demonic influence. And so when we are walking with power and authority, when we are walking with the strength and the influence and, and, the, and walking in the, all the inheritances that we receive from Jesus Christ, we have to, we must, we must, it is very critical to know the word of God and apply it to our lives. Oftentimes we know it, but we aren't applying it. And when we aren't applying it, it's just the same as not even knowing it. And so we have to apply it to our lives. We have to stay in alignment with the Holy Spirit. We have to allow God to work in our lives because truth comes with authority. And so let's look at verse 33. It says, in the synagogue, there was a man possessed by a demon, an impure spirit. He cried out at the top of his voice. And so when we are walking in power and authority, we have to know that truth comes with authority. But then we also have to know that we will be met by the possessed. And so I said that we have to know the truth and be able to live out the truth. And reason being is because if we are out of whack, if we are off balance, if we know it but aren't living it, then we, are, we won't be able to stand against the possessed that we come against. And so we have to make sure that everyone in this world is not in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Everyone in this world is not uh, walking in, in what the Lord has for them to do. Everyone has not submitted to Jesus Christ. Everyone is still, a lot of people are still doing what they want to 
do. And so we have to know that we'll be met by those people. We aren't just going to meet people that believe in Jesus Christ or that are like us or um, that we're, we're familiar with, but we have to know that we'll be met by some people that are possessed. And when we are met by them, we have to be able to know how to respond. We have to know how to act. We also have to know that we already have victory over the demon that's in that person that's possessed. So we have to also know and knowing the truth that that person is not the issue. It's the spirit behind the person. And so we have to know and make sure that we have authority over that spirit and that we can command that spirit to come out of that person. However, if we aren't walking in, in the truth that we know, if we aren't living out the truth and we, if we don't know the truth, then we won't know how to respond when we come up against um, the possessed. There's some that's, some of us, we are fine if we are always meeting people and uh, around people that are just like us. And then there's other, others of us that we, we wouldn't even know how to respond in a situation if there was someone that was possessed. And, and it's not, it may not even be your, um, it may not even be you specifically to speak to that demon. You may just be in the environment, and, and you just may be another person that's praying at that time. You may even be observing, but the whole point is if you don't know that you have dominion, that you have control over that spirit, that you can drive that spirit out, then a whole lot of other things can start happening and it can just go all bad from there. And so when we are walking in power and authority, we have to know that demons don't control us. We control them. We resist them. We cast them out. We speak them out of our lives and other people's lives. And so although sometimes it may think it may seem like they are in control, God has already won the victory. And so we have to know like in Luke ten nineteen, where it says, I have given you the authority to trample on snakes and scorpions to destroy all the enemy's power and nothing will ever hurt you. We have to know and we have to be prepared. We have to know what the word of God says and we have to be prepared to walk in power and authority at all times. We can't turn it off and on, but we have to make sure that we are doing this daily because we never know in this world what we will come up against. And so we have to be prepared. We have to be ready. Um, and notice that this uh, man was in the synagogue, meaning in the church, in the place of worship. And so this can happen anywhere at any time. And we have to be prepared as children of God, as followers of Christ. We have to be prepared in everything that we are doing. We are having to stand firm on the word and live what the word is called, is call, live out what the word is calling us to live out so that we will be prepared and be able to control what's going on in our environment. But then look at verse 34. It says, uh, so at the end of 33, it says, he cried out at the top of his voice. He said, go away. What do you want with us, Jesus of Nazareth? Have you come to destroy us? I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And so when we are walking in power and authority, we have to know that truth comes with authority. We have to know that we will be met by the possessed. And then we also have to know that truth will be recognized. He said, go away. Now, this is the spirit talking to Jesus. He said, go away. What do you want from us? So he identified Jesus of Nazareth by name. He asked him, have you come to destroy us? Because he knew the authority and the power that Jesus had over him. And then he 
proceeds to say, I know who you are, the Holy One of God. And so Jesus, the truth, the, the, the bread of life, he was recognized even by the demonic, even by the unclean thing, even by the thing that did not uh, coincide with who he was and what he was doing. And so he wanted to know, have you come to destroy us? Because the spirit knew that Jesus had the victory over him. And so we have to know that truth will be recognized. When we are living out the truth, when we are speaking the truth, regardless of who's around, what they may try to act like, it will be recognized because it has influence and control to change things. Truth has the ability to move things around. Truth has the ability to transform things. Truth has the ability to move from to move someone from the back to the front. But if we don't recognize the truth and don't know the truth, we won't be able to utilize and embrace the truth that we say that we believe. And so we, again, if I cannot stress it enough, we have to know the word and live out the word. We have to begin to spend time in the word of God, allow the word of God to penetrate our hearts. We have to get to a place to where we can silence ourselves and not just do it as something to say that we did for the day, but we have to silence ourselves and really begin to dig deep in the word of God so that we'll know the truth and be able to apply it to our lives. Because in these instances, if we don't know what to do or if we don't know how to respond or if we don't know that we already have the victory, we can open ourselves up for some things that we aren't quite ready for. And so we want to make sure that we are knowing and applying is so critical to apply the word of God. It is the truth. The word of God is the truth. But if we not, if we're not applying it, if we aren't living it out, if we aren't doing what it says that we should do, we are opening ourselves up. We are opening doors that we should not be opening. But when we begin to apply the truth of God's words to our lives, then we're able to walk in the power and the authority that has been given to us. Now, when I'm saying this about this unclean spirit, although this is talking about an unclean spirit in this passage, I'm not saying we're going um, demon demon searching. We don't go looking for demons or we're, we're not signing up to um, go look for demons, but when they come across our when they come across our path we should be prepared to do what we have to do with the authority and power that we have and 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 not even just um this person he was in the he was in the synagogue and he had this spirit but anything that's coming up against the work of God anything that's coming up against what God has called for you to do anything that's going outside of God's purpose is is impure it's it's not of God it's demonic and so we have to make sure that we're not just talking about um a demon-possessed person that's in the synagogue or in the church, this is anything or anyone that's coming up against the power and plan that God has. Like I talked about in um, Joshua on Monday in the prayer, the Lord knew that there was going to be some enemies that Joshua had to face. And so sometimes we are going on, there's people coming up against us because of what we're doing. So it's not necessarily who we are. It's more so of what we are doing and who we are doing it for, which is Jesus that um, 
those different people and things are coming up against us. And so we have to make sure that we are standing in power and authority at all times. And although people may try to doubt it, truth will be recognized. Because when we are doing the work of Christ, this is a supernatural work. This is not something that can be done out of our own mind, with our own talents, and with our own gifts. These, these things can only be done with the mind of Christ, with the gifts of Christ, with the talents of Christ. And so it will be recognized. And so we have to get to the place to where we are allowing the truth to be recognized in our lives, allowing our lifestyle to reflect truth so that it can be recognized by those that are not living in the same lifestyle as us. And so as the demon spoke to Jesus and said, what do you want with us? Have you come to destroy us? We have the ability to destroy the demonic. We have the ability to destroy the demonic. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And so we have the power and ability to do it. And so we have to stop just sitting around allowing these different things to torment us and and, and oppress us and come against us. When we have the ability within us, we have the power in us, we have the word of God that we can speak to those things and tell them to be removed out of our lives. But we ha- we can tell them to be removed but our lifestyle and action they have to go with what we are saying. And so we can't say that we want you to we want this um unclean thing or this um, spirit to be removed from our lives. However, we're not living the way that we're supposed to be living and we keep inviting that spirit in. And so we have to get to the place to where we are recognizing the truth and allowing the truth to transform our lives so then we can walk in the power and the authority that has been given to us. And so let's look at verse 35. Jesus said, be quiet. And he said this sternly. He said, come out of him. Then the demon threw the man down before them all and came out without injuring him. And so when when we are walking in power and authority, we have to know that truth comes with authority. We have to know that we will be met by the possessed. We have to know that truth will be recognized. But then we also have to silence the demonic. Jesus didn't talk to the the person, the man that was possessed. He talked to the spirit because he knew that it was the spirit that was causing the man to speak these words. It was the spirit that was causing this man to be, it was the spirit that possessed this man. And it was the spirit that wanted to know, have you come to destroy us? But I love the fact that when Jesus silenced him, he said he silenced him and then said, "Come out." But the, the the demon he threw the man down, and everyone saw this, but he did not injure him. And so even then, he still did not have the control that he thought that he had. Jesus was still in control, and a lot of people think that because. Um, Like I said earlier, the devil has power, but he does not have authority. And so the evil spirit or the unclean things that we are dealing with in our lives, they can't tell us what to do. We can tell them what to do. But when we open ourselves up, we are giving up the power and authority that we signed up for. We are giving up and embrace. We are. Uh, releasing it and embracing something new, a different type of power that is demonic, a power that um, will tear us down. And so if we are not, if we are not very careful we and we are not silencing those things that are coming into our lives trying to destroy us, we can begin to embrace some things that the Lord does not have for us. But when we are walking in power and authority, we have to begin to speak to those unclean things that have been 
coming into our homes, that has been coming into our schools, that has been coming into our community, that has been coming into our nation, that has been coming into the world. We have to begin to speak to those things, and we have to begin to believe what the Word of God says about the things that goes on in our lives and about the control that we have and about um, being able to walk in that power, about believing believing that we have the victory already. We have already won the victory. Just because it doesn't look like it at times does not mean that we haven't already won the victory. And so sometimes we have to silence the demonic. And I know at times um, that can be a hard thing when you are being tormented by something and it is just continuing to torment you and torment you and torment you. And sometimes we can begin to nurture those feelings and nurture those thoughts that the enemy is tormenting us with. And so we then begin to, when we are nurturing those things, we then begin to partner with the enemy and tormenting ourselves and hindering us from moving forward and walking out who God has called us to be. And so we have to make sure that when things are coming up against us, that we aren't partnering um, with that, we aren't partnering with the unclean thing. And a lot of times our emotions have um, to deal with that because our emotions are out of whack and it's easier for us to partner with the negative thoughts, the negative feelings, the negative things that's going on in the world um, versus standing strong and walking out with the truth of God's word says so that we can remain free and walk in the power and authority that he has given us. And so we want to make sure that we aren't partnering with the enemy on those things that he is trying to torment us with or oppress us with or those things that he is waving in front of our face saying, nah, 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 nah. You know, we have to make sure that we aren't believing what he is saying because we um, we are applying the truth of God's word to our life. If we believe the truth of God's word does not change, and we believe that the Lord will never leave us nor forsake us. And so we have to know that the victory has already been won. And we also have that same victory. It is an inheritance that we receive as children of Jesus Christ. And so verses 36 through 37 says, all the people were amazed and said to each other, what words these are? With authority and power, he gives orders to impure spirits, and they come out. And the news about him spread throughout the surrounding area. And so when we are walking in power and authority, we have to know that truth comes with authority. We have to know that we will be met by the possessed. We have to know that truth will be recognized. We have to silence the demonic. But then we can't just talk about it. We have to be about it. Jesus went into the, to teach the people, and what he was teaching, he also he, he oftentimes gave an example. So he would teach one thing, followed by giving them, showing them what he taught. Like, so I'm not just saying this, I mean this. This is what I do. And so that's what we have to do as children of God. We have to stop just talking about being a Christian, talking about what God is getting ready to do in our lives, talk about the purpose that, stop talking about the purpose that God has for us and be about it because we can talk about those things all day. But if we aren't going through the process that the Lord has for us to go through, if we are embracing the power and the authority that we have, if we aren't embracing the truth of God's word that he has given us, if we aren't taking the whole package deal, then all we're doing is just talking 
talking about it. But we also need to be about it. We need to talk about it, and then we need to act on it. We need to believe it, talk about it, and act on it. We need the whole package deal so that we can walk in the power and the authority that has been given to us. Satan does not have any victory over any of us Christians. And so as we begin as we begin to search our lives and begin to think of those things that he has tormented us with and that has been oppressing us and torturing us and having us think that we will never get past and those th- those times where he has us feeling that we are we are um, unqualified to do his work, that we can't do it, that we don't have the skill, the education, the ability, that we don't have enough gifts and talents, that we don't have enough money. Those times when he is torturing us, we have to remember who we are in Christ. We also have to remember and remind ourselves it is not about us. It is always about Jesus Christ. And so when God has prepared us for something, when he has called us to a particular task, we have to embrace his words like Joshua did and walk into what he has called us to walk in with strength and courage. We cannot be afraid. We cannot be discouraged. But we have to walk in the power and the authority that has been given to us from Jesus Christ. And when we do that, when we stand firm, I'm not saying that the enemy will not try to come up against you. I'm not saying that even some of your own people may not try to come up against you. But what I'm saying is you will be so confident in who God has called you to be and what he has called for you to do that nothing or no one else will be able to control your emotions, will be able to control what you do, will be able to control how you feel. Nothing else will be able to control those things because you are standing firm or on who you are in Christ. And so we have to stand firm in who we are and walk in the power and authority that was given to us as an inheritance when we receive salvation. And so walk in power and authority. Don't walk around as if you're weak and powerless and as if you have no control over your life. You have control over your life. The word of God is truth. It is life. And so get into your word and begin to believe what the word of God is saying about you. Um, Take a look at Psalm 51. Um, Look at Psalm 51 and just know how detail-oriented God is about you. You Look at how much he cares about you. Take a look at Psalm 51 today and just allow the Holy Spirit to just lead you and guide you and speak to you in that passage, and you'll know that he loves you. So regardless of what the enemy has tried to put into your ear, regardless of those things that um, has come up against you, know that God loves you. He created you. He chose you. And now it's time for us to walk in power and authority. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we thank you for this day, God. We thank you that you have given us your word as an example of who you are, O oh God. We thank you, God, that you have given us the power of your Holy Spirit within us and the authority, Lord, to be able to control the things that goes on around us, Lord, to be able to apply your word to our lives, God. We pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that we are no longer going to accept the words that the enemy has said to us, Lord. We are no longer going to accept any negativity, Lord. We are no longer are going to allow anything the enemy is trying to do to us, Lord, we are no longer going to uh, let those things control what we do and, and what we say. But God, we are following your word today, Lord, and I just ask right now that you fill us with your wisdom, Lord, 
not just to know your word, Lord, but to believe and apply your word to our lives, Lord, so that we can, um, so that it will be seen, that um, the truth will be recognized and seen in us, Lord. I pray that we no longer just talk about what we are called to do and who we are, Lord, but that we be about it, that we be that example so others can see here on this earth that we are true representation, a true representation of Jesus Christ. Lord, we need you, we love you, we thank you, and we praise you. In Christ's name, amen. Thank you for tuning in to Embrace Today. You can further connect with Whole House Ministries by viewing our website at www.wholehouseministries.org, liking Whole House Ministries on Facebook, and following at Curry on Twitter. Be blessed and embrace your today.